you ask me question, I'm going to tell you the truth. No, I'm not willing to die for them, but I'm willing to tell them about you. He said, close your eyes. Are you willing to imagine only dying, laying your life down for them? I said, oh, I'm sitting in my room. It's safe. <laughs> I could close my eyes and see myself dying for them. He said, the more you meditate on laying your life down for them, the more you will, your heart will be open to receive my love for them. God promises in Joel 2.28 to pour out His Spirit on all humanity. Welcome to Global Outpouring, where we contend for that promised outpouring, and we equip for that outpouring, so that we may engage in that very outpouring. I'm Philip Buss. And I'm Sharon Buss. Welcome to the podcast today. Thank you for joining us. You're going to enjoy our visit with Kamran and Susie Yara'i and learn what God is doing with them and how he's using them to impact Iran. And it's just not what we think. You're, the things that you're hearing on the news are not the real news of what God is doing in Iran. And you're going to hear some of it today. Welcome to the podcast. We're so excited to share this podcast with you. It's going to be one of your favorites. It's one of ours. But before we get started, we want to invite you to go to our website, globaloutpouring.net, and you can have an opportunity to give us some feedback there, and you can browse through our podcasts, and you can see what events we have coming up and read our blogs and all sorts of wonderful things. Check out our bookstore. It's an amazing place, and you'll be blessed to go cruising around in our website. It's such a pleasure to have again with us Kamran and Susie Yara'i, and we are thrilled with the podcast that we did with them in our last episode, and Looking forward to see what the Lord bubbles up in this one. We don't mm -hmm. we don't script these things. We just yeah, uh, we just sit together and chat and see how the Holy Spirit leads. But it's 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 just a delight to have you with us again. Amen. So Thank you. Good to be with you. So good to be back. Yes. 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 So good. So um, last time, last time, I want to I want to bring a little scripture. Last time there was something that we were talking about how the Muslims are praying to Allah, but they, in their hearts, they're praying to the creator. They think he's the creator. Yeah, that's what I taught for years. Yes. And the creator is listening. The creator, just imagine the creator, which now we know his name. Right. You know, we know his son. Mm -hmm. To a degree, we know his heart, right? Hopefully. Yes. He's, stand, he's there. And Cameron, as a Muslim boy, kept talking to Allah, thinking Allah was God. And what would creator say with all his character and wisdom and knowledge and love? What would he say? Would he say, oh, I'm going to turn my face the other way. He's talking to Allah. Or he would say, this boy doesn't know. He doesn't know me. I'm going <laughs> to make a map for his life and I'm going to meet, meet him in a certain time, in a certain hour, in a certain moment. In a certain second, I'm going to meet mm -hmm. him. And the mm -hmm. father would be so excited. That's what he did with me. Yes. He'd be yeah. so excited to meet us. You know, there's a scripture in Psalm 44 
verses 20 and 21, it says, If we have forgotten the name of our God or stretched out our hands to a strange God, shall not God search this out? For he knows the secrets of the heart. Oh, that's beautiful. Oh, tell me about that scripture. (laughs) It's Psalm 44, (laughs) verses 20 and 21. So even when we're praying to the wrong telephone number, (laughs) <laughs> the one who who created us is listening. He's searching out our hearts. He knows the secrets of our hearts. He knew, Kamran, that the secret of your heart was that you wanted to know him. Only you you were praying to the wrong address. I wanted to know him so bad. I really, it became like agony. It still oh. is my agony. Yes. But at least, and now I, I have him, but it's still, you know, once you t- got the taste of him, Yes. It's an agony until we stand before him, like Paul yes. said. Yes. Yeah, but this is a good agony. <laughs> At least I yes. have a sampler. Wow. <laughs> you know, um, we have a dear friend, uh, Dean Braxton, who went to heaven for an hour and 45 minutes. He, he died uh, oh, with a doctor working on him. And one of the things that he said about seeing God He's, first of all, he had, a, had a, an amazing encounter with Jesus, uh, and, and he said, he bowed at his feet. He said, Jesus, you did this for me. He saw him on the cross. He saw the agony. He saw his feet, and his feet were, were like what John describes in Revelation, where, where he said they were like, he said they were like metal, mm-hmm. and, and John describes them as burnished brass, and, but he said his feet were loving me. His feet, they were loving His feet were loving me. Ah, and then he, then he said, then, you know, as, as he looked up, every part of him, as he looked up, as every part of him was loving him. And he was just so amazed at the love that he experienced in heaven. And when he stood before the father, he said he looked at the father and he was so vast and so beautiful. And, he, and he, when he looked again, he was more vast and more view, beautiful. <laughs> and then when he looked again, he was more vast and more beautiful. And, and we have this to look forward to, yeah. that wh- wow. wherever we are, there's always going to be more. Even when we get to heaven, he's eternal. He always has been. He always will be. And he, there's always going to be more of him loving us. And we are expanding in our ability to receive that love. Oh, that's yeah. so true. Mm. That is so true. Wow. I had a dream. This reminds me of a dream I had recently. I had a dream like just last week, not even a week ago. In my dream, someone was whispering into my ear and said, we are expanding your spirit that the heart of Father could be more in you. Mm, it's like you said, when you see him, in heaven, it looks like our, our, our spirit gets expanded. The mm-hmm. next time when you see him, you see him bigger because our spirit got bigger. Then you could mm. see him more, you know? Yes, yes. And I, I wish and I wish and I wish that we would just as teachers, preachers, people of microphones, <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, would start to describe the Father and Son and Holy Spirit this way, that our heart and our spirit would get more expanded. But instead, what do we do? I'm guilty of it too. We get the microphone, we search the Bible, and say, let's see this God. How can I kind of cause him or twist his arm to bless me? 
if I give, wait a minute, if I give, he's going to give back to me. Mm. If I pray this way, he's going to heal me. Then he becomes this king that we know mm-hmm. that we go to him for things that we need. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Instead of being in awe of who he is apart from what he gives. Exactly. Uh, yes. See, it's just so good when, because when you were just talking, the atmosphere just changed. Mm. The atmosphere doesn't have any choice but to change. <laughs> I love it. The angels yes. of the Lord will gather around not to do anything but to hear about the Father. Yes. The enemy will get his, you know, <laughs> put his hand on his ear and put his tail on his shoulder and run from the other side. We don't have to even do any warfare. <laughs> That's it. right. Yes. Just keep talking about the character, but we are afraid. You know why? Because not many of us have that many stories. Then we get embarrassed, like, oh, I can't just stand up there for an hour, talk about the stories with God. I don't have it. I could go search the Bible and tell about the story of David with God. I'm going to borrow his story. Mm. Does that make sense? No shame Mm. or guilt, but the Lord is really looking for people to create a story. I call it God's story. I used to say, when you go... Young people get so excited, used to go to mall and come back with the story. We went to mall and we led someone to the Lord. I would say that's a good story. Mm-hmm. It's you, God, and another person. God's story is there is no third person. It's you and God. Yes. That we need more. You yes. know, God's story. And him revealing himself. And when we are filled with those kind of a story people will be attracted to us because we are so attracted oh. to him. Yes. yes. And yeah. I hope this is the season for it because it looked like the earth is being shaken. And mm-hmm. whenever we have this pizza oven, it's a small and it, 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 the, the heat gets to 950 degree. Ooh. When the heat, it's so small outside with, with gas or with fire, right? When it gets to 950 degrees, when you put the pizza, it takes 60 seconds to cook a pizza. Only 60 oh, seconds. Wow. Oh, my. But if the heat is low, it's not going to happen. I think the earth is getting so hot, and the love of God could just really be like, <laughs> comes up, you know? <laughs> wow. Anyway, the Lord is showing me stuff through that pizza oven, too, you know? That's why in Iran right now, the oven is so hot. Yes. And the Lord is just catching people left and right because it's hot, hot, hot. Yes. Yes. And you keep telling them stories over satellite it's TV. Stories. It's stories. Stories. stories it's God's stories of your yeah. experiences with yes. him. Yes. And my my perspective, the corner I am sitting and looking at him, mm-hmm. I just tell them about it. Yeah. You know. And, and, it's, and it is so attractive. I I know it attracted me when I heard you talking about how how God talks to you. Like yeah. like you guys, you know, when you look at that mountain, we didn't you didn't create that mountain, but right. that mountain is so attractive. It's like, oh, look at this mountain, and mm-hmm. I am telling people about the mountain I'm seeing. Yes, mm-hmm. and it's so good. It, it's it, it it you know what? It is worth spending all, all of our life on Earth on looking at His beauty. Yes. And sometimes looking at his pain because he shares his pain with us. 
Yes. Mm, yeah. You know, the, the fellowship of his suffering. But he has to be, number one, he has to be the center of our attention. Yes. And and part of his pain is is all of the lost souls. Yes. You know, he wants us to enter into this contending for souls, contending for for his spirit to reach souls. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I know that you are all engaged in, in doing this satellite t- TV for Iran and, and for the Farsi people, wherever they may be. What's the prayer piece that you have with that? What is your prayer life about that is leading you this way? We have constant communication with God and each other. Yes. Our prayer life is more like a constant communion. Yes. Both of us are kind of mystics, as it were. Mm-hmm. Mystic wannabe. Mystic wannabe. Well, I'm, <laughs> he is a mystic. But so we just commune with God and um, rather than get the sense of urgency for the harvest and work from that angle, mm-hmm. we we commune with God and each other. And then he leads us and he led us to this ministry, satellite TV ministry through an incredible story with Dr. Dr. Harmo Shariot, who has one satellite. There's three. Do you want to tell us that story? So that story. So Dr. Harmos had heard of us and he had been praying every day for one year. He had set his alarm to pray every day for one year to meet us and ask us to join the Ask us to join the satellite. And then we were in Dallas doing a little worship conference and he came. 2013. And he told us all about the satellite. And because Cameron and I weren't trying to figure out how to evangelize Muslims. We were just communing and doing our travel mm-hmm. and mostly speaking and doing worship schools, to be honest. So we yeah. got involved right away. We said we knew we we prayed and the Lord was like, yes. Yeah. So that's how it started. And Cameron started doing shows. And then I did a few worship shows and uh, addressing, and then I started doing, I started seeing in the, seeing what, what we could do, why, what God, why God brought us. And we were watching the satellite and seeing what other people were doing and realized he had given us some very unique stuff. So yes. the worship, the worship, then, then the Lord gave me this whole vision for worship, which just went viral and crazy mm-hmm. and because I know I mentored a bunch of young people here who specialize in Middle Eastern instruments. Who knew, right? Mm, yeah, I said, exactly. And I just, wow. I'm, this is how we, this is how Cameron and I are. I said, okay, we're going to call the guys because we're going to, we're not going to be able to raise a hundred thousand dollars right now. We're going to see if they say yes, then we're going to know God wants us to move forward. We're going to tell them the truth. We're going to try to, you know, we're going to raise as much as we can to pay you. We're going to, it's going to take a while. We got to write all the songs. We got to sing in dual languages. Da, 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 da. And we, we are, we always do things with excellence. So we want the best producer. We want the best video. Da, da. And if they say no, we won't do it. I can't play a Middle Eastern instrument. I can write. <laughs> He's a poet. He's a really good songwriter. Cameron is. So they said yes. So that's how the music started. And we yeah. worked really hard. It took us two years to do seven first seven songs. Wow, and wow. now we're we're do, continuing on in that, and um, we just keep following the Lord. And then Harmos said, you know, two things that Islam cannot combat is worship and love. He said, Cameron mm. is love, and Susie is worship, and also wow. the joy wow. that I that I carry in worship. Like I've known for this one song that kind of went around the world called Dance. It's a super duper fun song, and you just. Dan- everyone dances and gets free and it's been going for 20 something years now. I don't wow. even know. Wow. People still text me from 
the Ukraine and they're like, look, they're singing your song in Ukrainian and everyone's getting delivered. And I'm like, oh, right. Wow. <laughs> so that's what we do. And um, what we learned was Hormos's satellite was the one that mostly has the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Openly. A little more openly than the other satellites, which of course they believe in the Holy Spirit, but he, so he's a little bit more openly and has been up, oh, I would say judged. And so then we, and then Mohabbat came. I started praying right away. I was like, oh, we're going to go all the way. And I made a vision because I'm very like, I'm a structured person. I'm super free in worship, but I'm also very <laughs> admin. It's really weird. Practical. And I just made a vision. I said, oh, we're going to, we're going to get on all those satellites and we're going to end up overdubbing everything in Arabic. Mm -hmm. I can see the whole thing. I just saw it. And then I let it go. And I was like, and then two years ago, we were like, we're finished. We're not going to do that other satellite thing. It's been seven years. It's probably time to move on. So we prayed and we waited. They approached us. And then the second satellite called at that moment. And then we, we got on, we started it. Then it just started blowing up. And the mm. third satellite called last week. Last week. Mm. So it was really the Lord. But I made a plan. Mm -hmm. And then he ordered the we steps. to let it go also. And, yeah. and Cameron and I aren't like. Yes. Cameron and I aren't the kind of people who are like, going to make this plan. We're going to do it, do it, do it. We're going, oh, that was a good plan. But let's just see what God wants. Yeah. And then he kept That's on moving. And now he's. And I think it's cool because I was like, Wow. I really saw that, you know, I was able, I was fine letting it go, but I really saw that. And so, um, so now we are, we're going to try to bring what we have in our unique walk with the Lord to the, I have to tell this one story that's really cool because when we were in, we met with, this is a big one, Sat7. It's the biggest satellite in the Middle East. They rule the Middle East it's and amazing they have what they're doing. billions of dollars. And here mm. we, we have pretty much nothing. It's really funny and really <laughs> fabulous. They're doing a great job. They do a great mm -hmm. job. And mm -hmm. they have a children's show that all the Muslim women want their kids yeah. to watch. Wow. So they're oh, they're really Reaching. kicking uh, uh, you know, uh, uh. over there. They're doing great. And they've been around for a long, long time. time. When, like 10 years ago, we were in Lebanon and we met with Sat7, right? This is a great story. And the Persian, the the one over the Persian, because there's a Persian, there's Arabic, Arabic Turkish, Turkish, Pashto, I think. Russian, I mean, yeah. And I I can overdub stuff in any language. I'm just really good oh, with phonetics. So he was like, Cameron gave him a flash drive to watch before we met with him. And um, he accidentally, Cameron, we were just like, put your testimony on mm. there. And then what I you do, what you do, you know. And he accidentally put my song dance on there. It was an accident that it was on there. And he said, so when he met with us, he said, I've been up all night long. <laughs> I'm kind watching. of like watching like over and over and freaking out. But wow. we can't put you on this. We can't do work not with you yet. guys. We're not ready. ready we can't yet. work with you guys. And mm -hmm. I said, I understand because we do understand. And I said, but someday you're going to be ready. And they called us last week. <laughs> that was like 20 years ago. We don't even know wow. if the guys, that guy's still there. Wow. You see how God, and so yeah. now they've seen our stuff. I'm doing program for them Wednesday. Yeah, he's doing a program Wednesday. Wow. And I really want to overdub all those all those songs in Arabic. So I'm excited. I think that um, we, if we just like chill out more, 
and let God, let, we can make our plans, but let him order our steps and not hold on so tight to, Mm -hmm. to the harvest, to the, we gotta, we gotta, I'm sorry, this is going to offend some people. I got to get on my face and I got to pray eight hours a day for the harvest to come to America. And I got to, if you feeling like this, if, if, you know, I mean, I'm not saying you shouldn't, but I think that God can do this. Really, I think his sense of urgency is not, I don't think that sense of urgency that we have that drives us sometimes mm. too much is God. He, he's okay. He's got this, but he, he yeah. wants to use us in the harvest, especially in the Middle East, because it's the key. This is the key to everything. Yeah. And this is why it's so important. But if we go crazy, you know, trying to win a million souls and well, the Lord's without, doing it. He's doing yeah. it. But we're just chilling out and we're saying, how how can we be of assistance to what you're doing, God? Yeah. Yes. So, yes. And anyway, it's it's incredible what's happening. And we really did let it go. And we really are just right now, we're just like, what in the world? Yeah. And he will use. He wants to use those people too who are hidden and who are, you know, maybe, you know, he wants to teach us not to strive so hard. He wants to teach us that he is the best evangelist in the world, not me. You know, he wants us to learn, like we talked about before, the the God of the universe and what that really means and how, how can we keep our minds in that place where he's really doing the work? We're not, but we can do our part. You know what I'm saying? I think... This revelation needs to come to the church like super fast now. I think it is actually. I'm hearing talk, but just he's <laughs> like the God of the universe. Like Rick Joyner was preaching last week. I'm just understanding more of this enormous God. He was like, he was talking about the Hubble Hubble camera that got, oh, that, yeah, yeah. got that new shot. Yeah. That the picture is actually the size of this or something. Like some kind of tiny yeah. centimeter, tiny but but inside of that picture is tw- three thousand galaxies. Yeah, oh, wow. and every galaxy wow. has billions of stars. Three thousand. <laughs> wow. Yeah, because he's still creating. Yeah, exactly. Yes, he exactly. never stopped, oh. and we we can work with him. I think a new revelation needs to co- is coming to us now of how to work with God's love. Not for God's love or not that we're without the arrogance and and without the pride, without the know-it-all spirit, just right. that we're with him in this galaxy of what he wants to do. I don't know. I have all this stuff going on and I'm freaking out, but <laughs> As you can I, tell. I just feel like he wants to give us this new, this real revelation of his being. Yes. And that we don't have to try so hard. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Mm. It's true. And and it's it really keeps boiling back down to that intimacy with him. It does. It does. That, it does. It does. That that we that we're after his heart. You know, when yeah. when he gave us this new name Global Outpouring, he told me specifically, don't seek me for the outpouring. Mm. Seek me for my heart for the outpouring. Ooh, we gotta write yeah. that down. Yeah. Because that's so, loot. Yeah, contending for the outpouring without his heart isn't isn't going to help much. You know, it's 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 like like we were saying earlier that that uh you know, the difference between his ways and our ways, our ways are like walking on the dirt and yeah. his ways are like flying. He he <laughs> he rides on the wings of the wind. 
and uh, by his name Yah, and and so we're 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 so handicapped by our groundedness, but we're we're earthlings. We're <laughs> our bodies are made yeah. of earth, and so our bodies, ha- like you were saying, has have gravity. this gravity pull. Yeah. Gravity pull. Yeah. Um, but you know, I, I I believe the Lord showed me something about His glory. The word glory in the Hebrew has the the idea of weight, weight. Yeah. and it and it's like it's like the weightiness of, you know, for instance, you you talk about ha- a person having weightiness mm. in in their authority or in yeah. their whatever their whatever they are, you know, the, like the Queen of England yeah. um, had this authority and and the, this weightiness of of who she is and what she is, right? So for the glory, I believe there is a law of glory that is stronger than the law of gravity. Yes. Oh, for sure. when, When we become subject to the law of glory and we live in the glory, we're no longer subject to the law of gravity. It's it's like you, you remember those those carnival rides where where you get into the cylinder and it goes around and around and around and, you, and, you, and the centrifugal force pushes you against the edge and then the floor and drops. then the floor drops out. Yeah, I remember okay, that. Okay, so so the floor drops <laughs> okay. out, but you're not going to fall because the the law of centrifugal yeah, force has right. become stronger than the law of gravity. That's right. So it's it's like the law of the glory is stronger Ooh. than the law of gravity. That's amazing. Yeah. So as we live in the glory, as we become uh, associated with him in that intimate relationship, like you're talking about where you just live with him and he's talking to you all the time. And then um, you end that, up affecting millions of people sitting in your living, from your living room. Well, to, yeah. To yeah, the yeah. Middle East. And, and, you know, we're doing that on a very small scale uh, yeah. with this podcast. You know, we, I we, mean, you guys already changed the world. I mean, <laughs> from China and everything, uh, yeah. you know. Yeah. Sister yeah. Gwen, Sister Gwen ministered in 115 nations yeah. in her oh, years. Oh, my word. Okay. Yeah. So we, China, yeah. We started this podcast not, not knowing that COVID was going to hit. We oh, started this no. podcast wow. as COVID was just getting rolling, um, but we had signed the contract before, before we knew it existed. And, uh, you know, we've, we've reached 180 nations. From our from our little studio in our office, it's um, it's mind blowing to me that it, it's. But it's we're living in a different day. We're living in a different time. Yeah, uh, you know, uh, Sister Gwen gets way way more rewards because of what she went through to do all of that. But what I'm saying is that when the breath of God is on something, mm. so that's that's what the 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 Lord is doing with you. The breath yeah, of God is is on right. what you're doing. And reaching into Iran, reaching these people, tell tell us some testimonies, please. Oh, I love that of of what God is doing okay. in Iran. Tell us about people. Okay. Tell tell us some real That's stories. My favorite part. <laughs> so one day, I love this. This is one of my favorite testimonies from the music. This lady texted us, or no, she we got the we got the email from somebody. She said that she listens. She's a Christian, and her husband's a Muslim. But he, he's a nice guy, I think. He um, Not all of them are, but mo- a lot of people don't know that most Muslims... In Iran, they're not 90 per, 95% are, not pra- are non-practicing, but also when they are practicing, they're nice people. Wow. So way less... The, there's a huge, way less percentage of um, yeah. terrorists 
not terrorists. What's that other of word? Course. Extremists. Extremists. Then you think. Sure. Yeah. Sure. So people don't know that. There's people giving st- statistics about extremists that no, are wrong. So right. we want to clear that up as much as we can. So most of them are peace-loving people. And sure. um, they're just kind of brainwashed. So this sure. girl said, okay, your song, Jarette Bagardam, it's a really fun song we wrote about a saying in Iran. I want to run around you. I'm so excited to see you. So we made I Want to Run Around You, Jesus. It's really fun, mm. a dance song, and it's really well done. Um, it's fabulous. And it's in the sound of the Middle Eastern, you know, music. So mm-hmm. she said, my husband, whenever I... Put, he goes, I wish you wouldn't watch that Christian satellite stuff. So whenever I watch it, though, he leaves the house. He doesn't like tell me to turn it off. So he was, so the song came on and he stopped, he was leaving. He was like, you know, I wish you wouldn't watch that he stuff. He stood at was, the doorway. He was at the doorway. And then he heard the song and he came in, he sat down and he watched it. And he was like, that's like <laughs> the best music I've ever heard in my life. And he, he, she said she played it four times for him. And then he had her put it on his phone and she was just, so wow. grateful. Thank you, Susie Kamran. Thank you. And she said, this is the beginning of his salvation. I just know yeah. it. I've, and who knows how long he, she's been praying for this man, you know? Yeah. So there's a lot of that. A it was lot a of, romantic song toward Jesus. Yeah, it wasn't the, just a yeah. song. Yeah. The say. verse is like, I want to be a sacrifice for your eyes. Cameron wrote it. To Jesus. Mm. Yeah. You know? It's really good. It's and a beautiful saying, song. And he's saying, this is the best song I ever heard. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. It, was the breath, it was the breath of God, like you said. Yeah. yeah. Yes. The breath of God. So that yeah. happens with that music. Just we don't we don't get all the testimonies. How so. many music video because professionally we have we created? We have like now we have eight, nine, ten, eleven, if you include the ones we did in the These studio. These are original music with mm. music videos, professionally. Wow. So wow. then another testimony that I love, it just came in from the girl. Oh, this, so there's a girl. I'm going to make them fast because this, they, you, they can be really long. This, this was fabulous. This will just make everyone so excited. She was uh, in an arranged marriage that her parent. they still do that. Um, sure. And I don't know how old she was, but I feel on my heart she was super young. So she gets into this arranged marriage. He's really abusive, really badly abusive. Mm-hmm. He's beating her. He's even stabbing her. So oh she's God. looking on the internet for help to get us to escape. She meets a guy on the internet. She escapes to his house. He starts pimping her out to his friend. Oh no. So she's in a worse situation. Then the original parent husband and her parents Family, yeah. found her at this guy's Uh-oh. house, tracked her down, beat the guy up, took her out to the forest, beat her senselessly and buried her alive, right? Oh, wow. As she's dying, and she's sucking in the dirt. She says, cries out to God, help me. Okay. Then the light, then all of a sudden light comes through and she sees these hands, right? Then she wakes wow. up inside of a home. She wakes up and these two, this couple is over her. She's like, what, where am I? What happened? The couple says, well, we, we saw what happened. We were in the forest. And she was like, how in the world? And they said, well, last night, my husband, the husband said, I had a dream Jesus came to me in my dream and said, go to the forest at this particular spot at this exact time and wait. So they they go to the forest and wait and they saw the whole thing happen. And they didn't have cell phone service. That's why they couldn't call police. And they dug Mm. her up and brought her home. And then she goes, you're Christians. And they said, yes, we are. And they made her a shower, gave her a Bible, gave her some food. She comes running out of the bedroom. She had opened up the Bible to Lazarus. 
And she said, she said, <laughs> it's me. I'm here. I'm in the Bible. It's me. Oh, so she's wow. in a secured home now. They've changed her name. She doesn't have a birth certificate, so nobody she knows she's even alive. Works in a bakery, lives she with a Christian wow. family. And um, we don't think they're going to find her, but God sure does mm. did find her. And he sure knows wow. she's alive. And she loves the wow. Lord. She gave her heart to Jesus. And oh. yeah, that was, wow. that was. And so that one of our underground leaders told us that one a couple weeks ago. The one who used to be a thief. Oh my gosh. And a bully. This guy. And threatened people with sword and go to mm. people's house. He's he's one of the biggest leaders now. <laughs> God <laughs> save. Like... And he's telling us all these stories. <laughs> he's the one that gives us oh, all our testimony. He's the funniest guy ever, you know, but oh, wow. my. 20 he, years he was, ago. He's in Turkey now because he had to flee. He had to flee. Yeah. They wow. tore his uh, eyelashes with with the with the key mm. one time when they got him he said they just tore my eyelashes out mm. uh, yeah <sighs> I, right, no, right here you know now his uh, eyelash is like this eyelid uh, i'm he sorry tore his eyelid. eyelid with keys uh, eyelid with keys yeah mm. the religious police yeah. did they talk cameron talks to a lot of these people who've been tortured and they told him you can go back to your previous life steal from people and even if you murder people, we will let you go. If you renounce stop, Jesus. Renounce Jesus and stop evangelizing. Oh, my. Wow. And yeah. then he fled. And then, anyway, now he's wow. in Turkey. And we do. Zoom he loves the Lord. They aren't week. afraid. Their motto is death before disobedience. You can't wow. even take. Je you can take everything from them. You cannot take Jesus. They do not. I mean, if you start talking to them, your whole life will change. Like, my life is changing. I met this guy in Turkey. It's in insane. He, I went there last year in Turkey, and he was a uh, dentist. A dentist? Yes. That does surgery. Surgeon, yeah. Surgeon. Oral surgeon. And, Oral yeah. surgeon. Yes. Yeah. And he had a really good, expensive practice in the Tehran, in the capital. He got saved, arrested, you know, later on when they, he was released. This is what they do, just to quickly tell you. They get you... They traumatize you. You're in a prison for a couple of months. They get all the information if they can. They're going to scare you. you. If you have money, this is one thing they this do. This is what they do. They said, okay, after five months, they mess you up right here, right? They said, okay, we will release you. But the bond is your house. Mm. The family come and they just get that somebody will give their house. And then they know you're going to flee because they will say your court date is in three months. They, they know, know you're going to flee to Turkey and they get your house and they get all your rid money. Of you. mm. And I met this guy and he was there. My, my point was just like the book uh, uh, when Jesus was walking from the prostitute and the thief and the tax collector and the doctor and a politician, they're all getting saved in Iran. I met so many wow. of them. So tell us the story that you put in your newsletter recently about the guy that was in the prison. You want me to? Yes. So this Jesus. came from a, a, this come from Adele too. Our, our yes, friend Adele. was I supposed to say his name? Oh yeah, no, he's in fine. Turkey. Yeah. Um, so this so we did change those names. Um, yeah. yeah. So this guy, oh, his father was in a village dispute over water, which they are having a really hard. Oh, this was several years ago. Yeah. Several years ago. Um, and then the little boy, he was seventeen. He stood up for his dad. To try to, because they, they were beating his dad. his dad pretty badly. And so he's tried to, he stood up and he killed the person that was beating his dad. 
So of course they they're gonna have a trial. So they put him in prison to await trial because he was so young. They had to wait till he's eighteen. In Iran, they wait till you're eighteen. Well, then they never did the trial, and a few years went by. Nobody knows why. And then he became just a vicious, vicious person. So vicious in the prison that the guards started using him to bring order. So now he's working with the guards. Wow. And then one day they came to him and they said, we have a job for you or we have an idea. And we, if you do this, we're going we're gonna to help you with your sentence and we're going to let you go outside the prison for one week to visit your family. And this guy is super vicious, right? So they, he said, what, is the, what do you want me to do? And he said, we want you to torture and torment this infidel that we just brought in. He's a Christian, and uh, a convert. We want you to torment and torture this guy. So he said, I'll do it. So he did. He tortured the guy and just... Did, weren't they sharing a, a, a cell? Yeah, he put him in the cell with yeah, him. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Put him in the cell. And then this went on for quite a while. And then he got to go. He got his week. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way. And so the guys just won't resist, just keeps loving him, just won't resist him. So he goes out. Christian. Yeah. He goes to his house and what does he see? He's flipping through satellite TV. Hello. And he stops on a Christian and he's like, kind of like, wow, I think this is what my friend, or not my friend. That's the God of my friend. This is the God of the guy I'm beating senselessly every day. Because they were talking about love of God. Yeah. So he goes back and I guess he's still beating him. him. And the guy just keeps loving him. Finally, he's, he's, his heart starts to break and he asks him why he finally asked him, why are you not resisting me? me? Why are you not hating me? And the guy said, it's only Jesus. And he, he get, the guy gave his life to the Lord and went straight to the warden, the prison warden and said, now I am a Christian and I will spend the rest of my life protecting this guy. Now that you had me torture from you and they're both still in prison and, and if you want to kill me go ahead if you want to kill me go ahead but i'm i'm gonna stay with jesus and i'm gonna protect this guy now wow. isn't that an amazing story wow and that's that was, what that jesus was a satellite does. tv connection right there yeah mm. that's wow. what Jesus does exactly that's kind of a life and testimony we want to have even in our churches wouldn't yes. that be amazing yes this and once in a while of- you hear one once in a while, you hear somebody that was so desperately wicked and and yeah. you know has that kind of a life change. And but it should be every day. I every, was that was, every, that was my story. Yeah, <laughs> everybody has a story, and yeah. if we only realized how powerful our stories yeah, are, they are. We would tell our testimony yeah. more. That's right. And more people would would uh, would wake up. Yeah. That oh well, if he did that for you, maybe he'll do that for me. That's what we I just think don't... the church should be, a testimony. Like used to say, my, whole, yeah. my whole concept of church would be a once a month. Like there are a few people doing it, not very many. No, I mean, I don't know the whole world, but a few people I know. Like they meet during the week in home groups, which is great. A lot of that's going on, which is fabulous. But then once a month you meet and you do the testimonies and you do worship yes. and you talk about this person, you know, testimonies of, of salvation and testimonies of healing. And mm-hmm. I think... You know, of course that would be, I know there are some people doing that, but I, I think there needs to be a lot more of that. Mm-hmm. And I think we we might see a lot more just worship centers because mm-hmm. people really wow. want to worship and music is always a healer. Yeah. Worship music or musical worship, because mm-hmm. worship is, of course, your life, but musical worship, man, it can break through things mm-hmm. that nothing mm-hmm. else can break through. And 
that's a one reason why I want to keep keep making the music for Iran and even do wow. some you know yeah. Turkish sounding one and Arabic. Just use all the different you know. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah, yeah, different flavors. Yeah. Because yes. you know, again, yeah. when you go to another country. It's the West that has influenced everything. And if you go to Africa, they're going to be doing Western songs. If you go to, mm-hmm. and you're like, where's the Zulu? Where's the Kosa? Yes. Yeah, right. where, then you write everybody their own should be right. making where their is own the, Where music. are the intrinsic Farsi songs? There are yes, a few, but I'm still hearing the Western. I'm not hearing much of the sound, of your intrinsic sound. Yep. And you're, yep. you're known for thousands of years of poetry. They are, right. every single far, Persian is an incredible poet. They are. It's incredible. And that they're so we want to do that too. Remind them who they are, what their inheritance is, where they came from, you know. Because the 40 years is all it took to completely strip their identity. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. we want to also do a documentary and remind them who they are. That's really big in my heart. Um if anybody wants to watch those music videos we did for Iran, which they're half English, half Farsi, they can go to our website. It's ksmovement.com. And Beautiful. click on watch, and they're all there. Yeah, they're all there. I think wow. all of them. Praise God. Done. Most of them, they're Wonderful. Beautiful. Yeah. Wonderful. Beautiful music. Oh, that's tremendous. So we really encourage our listeners to go to your website and to, uh, is there some place to click to get on your newsletter? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. They could subscribe, but it's there. Yeah. They say click yeah. if you subscribe to our newsletter. Yeah. It's yeah. all in our yeah, website. You'll, you'll hear these kind of stories that will encourage you and encourage you yeah. how to pray encourage you to believe God for for him to do that kind of wonderful thing even wherever you are because you know there there's lots of there's lots of Muslims all around us in this country there yeah. so many have come here just like Kamran did yeah. he came here to this country and you know that's how he found Jesus mm-hmm. so it, it it was because <laughs> people loved him they love and we can love people yes. Yeah. Uh, when I gave my heart to Jesus, I was in New York and New Jersey area. I used to go Pastor David Wilkerson's church, Times Square. Mm. I remember I just wanted to go evangelize the whole world, especially Muslims. Mm. You know, I was on fire. Yeah, sure. One sure. day the Lord said, uh, are you willing to give your life for the one you want to share the gospel? I said, no. <laughs> I was oh, honest really? from the very beginning. I said, no, <laughs> I can go and share the message. But no, I don't want to lay my life down for them. I was being honest. The Lord was teaching me from the very beginning to be honest. Yes. I wasn't saying it like, I'm going to disobey you. I'm like, you ask me a question, I'm going to tell you the truth. No, I'm not willing to die for them, but I'm willing to tell them about you. He said, close your eyes. Are you willing to imagine only dying, laying your life down for them? I said, oh, I'm sitting in my room. It's <laughs> safe. I could close my eyes and see myself dying for them. He said, the more you meditate on laying your life down for them, the more you will, your heart will be open to receive my love for them. Ooh. And then at the end, he said, by the way, you will die for them. Mm-hmm. At the very end, he said that. Right there in the beginning, I realized, wow, before any action, God is really looking and it's after our hearts. Yes. Our heart mm-hmm. are the most, I would say, the most powerful weapon on earth. More powerful than an atomic bomb. Yes. The heart. For years, I told the Lord, tell me, what do you want me to do? He kept saying, give me your heart. 
Mm-hmm. One day I got tired. This is my book. I said, what are you going to do with my heart? He said, I will change nation with your heart. This is way before we got involved in satellite. Mm-hmm. You know, he said, give me your heart. Same thing. That's why we did the program called A Heart for Muslim. It's in my YouTube channel. It's free. People could watch it. It's called A Heart for Muslim. If they go to YouTube and put my name, Cameron Urai, and then they could watch that. It's called A Heart for Muslim. It wasn't like how to evangelize Muslim. To be mm-hmm. honest, am I willing to really lay my life down for Muslims? I would still say no. <laughs> <laughs> I only have heart for God, man. But if I get but there, you're... yeah, but but if I get there, I'm talking about physically when I say laying yeah. my life down. This is what we do. But like, just like today, I'm going to die for them. I don't know. I mean, I said quickly, I said no, big, but you know. But I gave my heart to the Lord for them. But mostly my heart is for God. He can yes. move my heart in a moment and I will say, yes, I will die for them. But I do know he has the key to my heart. He could like, like he's the driver in my mm-hmm. uh, heart. He could drive it anywhere he wants to. I think that's yes. what he's really asking. The church, all of us, any denomination, give me your heart then I could de- drive your heart when and where I want to. Yes. Yes. Wow. Amen. I believe that is the secret. Hallelujah. Wow. Man. So, Susie, would you close us out in prayer yeah. and just ask the Lord whatever whatever he puts on your heart? Mm. Thank you, Father, for this time with our new friends and um, with all the friends that are listening. We bless you. We bless all of your lives and your families, and our main blessing for you today is to let your hearts be expanded by the kingdom of God's heart, that he would bring expansion into all of our hearts to know him more, to know his love more, that we could just be glowing, that we could always be showing, knowing and showing. Mm. (laughs) That's Mm, part of our KS as well. Knowing and showing your heart to anyone we're around or talking to that it would start to be evident, the people who are after your heart, Father. We're after your heart. We want to, we want that to show. We want, we don't want a show of anything but your heart for the world, your true heart for your brothers and sisters and for the Muslims and for the Middle East and for America, your true heart and your transparency and your the in, in spirit and in truth, that our lives would be a worship unto you in spirit and in truth, and what that really means, that you would start really revealing and, and exposing the truth of who you are through your Christians, through your bride, through your sons and daughters. It's so yes. exciting to be in this time, and we just, we know you're going to do it. We know you're going to make us those lanterns, those yes. lanterns of love and life to the world around us, whether it's a small community or a big community. Whether we're with 10 or millions, it doesn't matter. We all, we want that lamp. We want to be that lamp set up on that hill, shining and glowing for you, that all people or any people could come and and we could say, it's the love of Jesus. It's the love of Jesus. There's only one true God who who loves loves, and he's after you. Go after him. Go after him and let everything else flow from that. Amen. Mm. Amen. 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 Oh, that oh, was beautiful. so good. Thank wow. you so much for Praise being God. with us. And tell us one that more time so what your website is. It's K 
www.sdsmovement.com. Yes, and we'll we'll put a link to it in the show notes. Yes. So um, thank you so much for being with us. Yeah. It's just been wonderful. And we highly recommend to all of our listeners, anyone who has a heart, who you're, you're, you're feeling that stirring, you're feeling that resonating inside of you, go there and help them. Subscribe to their newsletter and, and watch their, their videos and, and watch Commandant's YouTube videos and, and just uh, get his book. Oh, you got to get his book. Tell, us, tell mm. us again the name of your book. It's called Food for the Heart. I love that book. Yeah. Oh, it's Beautiful. it's been so meaningful to Amazon. me. Amazon. Yes. Because we're out okay. of them. We're going to order some more, but we haven't done that yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, God bless you. Thank you so much. It's been such a pleasure chatting with you, and we trust that this has been life-changing for our listeners. Thank you. God bless yeah. you. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Your review helps the podcasting platform suggest this podcast to other listeners who are also looking for a great move of the Holy Spirit. Check out our website at globaloutpouring.org to find out more information, read our blogs, connect with us, and donate. You can also browse our web store for life-changing anointed books. Until next time, this is Sharon Buss. And I'm Philip Buss. God bless you with His overwhelming, loving presence. <laughs>